Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So in today's episode, investors, we have Jonna Weber, who's just a powerhouse all around. She's not only a real estate agent who literally just doubled her business in 12 months, but she's also a very successful real estate investor focusing on residential and commercial. So she's got so many amazing things to share. And I think what you really appreciate most, like all of us women and, and on this journey, she shares her what she did on her journey from stay-at-home mom. She was a teacher, uh, kind of figuring things out. And now kind of, uh, you know, now she's a top producing agent and investor. And she shares what her journey looked like and, you know, the awarenesses she got along the way. Yeah, it's it's all about mindfulness, right? She was able to double her business within 12 months, being super mindful of who she spent her time with, where, saying a lot of no's, but she was very mindful of where she should put her energy into it, which really allows her allowed her to serve her her clients, serve herself, her family, and really provide a top notch service, which also led to more referrals to her agent business. So this is a very special episode. If you're a real estate agent or looking to work with a top notch agent, you want people like her with her mindset. That's the most important thing. Her mindset here. You cannot miss her tips. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. You ever feel like your vacation rental sits empty too often? Missing out on potential income? Look, you're not alone. Many property owners struggle with underperforming bookings and the complexities of property management. But here's some good news. Vacasa outperforms other property managers in 92% of the markets they operate. They've helped homeowners like you increase their bookings by an average of 24%, turning those empty days into profitable opportunities. Want to see what your earnings could look like with Vacasa? Visit biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V-A-C-A-S-A, and get a free personalized income estimate today. That's biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. We are so excited to have Jonna Weber as our guest on today's episode. Jonna, thank you so much so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Really excited. Yeah, really excited to get into her story. Uh, she has so much wealth of knowledge to share with us. We're going to introduce her in a moment. Uh, one of our one of our partners and one of our colleagues and one of our our friends. 
uh, and very, very involved in the uh, Bigger Pockets community as well. So before we go there, Andressa, we'd like to connect with all of our uh, wonderful women and men listen to our show too, which is super awesome. If you yes. do, <laughs> whoever you are, you listen to our show, we appreciate you. Um, but we're, you know, we're here to add as much value to you as we can. Before we jump into our interviews, we'd like to share a little quick tip, a lesson, something that we are hoping will will land well for you and that you can use in your life, right? So Andressa, I have to I have this week, don't I? You do. So what do you have going on? So we had our um when I share a quick um tip suggestion around masterminding. So we had our mastermind last night with our um our strive members, right? Part of our community. Yeah. And did. it was and, good. And it, it was a great, it was a great mastermind. And I I I had the thought during it that it's a muscle when you when you are part of these accountability groups, masterminds, coaching, whatever you're doing in your world, right? Because a lot of us are involved in a lot of different things to, to better ourselves. There's a recipe to getting the most out of these types of things, especially masterminding. And last night, it was kind of everything was hitting on full cylinders. And we thought the women were really kind of get, you know getting a lot from that, from our call last night. And there's two things that came up for me that I wanted to share is that as women, we don't ask for support enough. So, so when you're, when you're on the hot seat, you're part of these calls and, 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 the, and the leaders are asking for volunteers, volunteer, ask for help. Because I don't, I don't, I know just speaking personally, I don't ask for enough help and we need to do that more as women, especially women who want to create financial freedom in a balanced way, which is our mission statement at our in our community. Number two is go deep, but go brief. And I think as women, sometimes we like to just kind of give a lot of a story and share. And we kind of, I, I can speak personally <laughs> that I could ramble on and I don't get to the point and people, you lose people. So, so what a great lesson when you're on these, co- you, these group calls, go deep, but go brief and don't ramble. That's a big suggestion. And the third thing I want to suggest when you're part of these types of masterminds, I don't care which mastermind it is, is be authentic and real as possible because people can only help you as much as you are open and honest about what's really going on. And obviously you need support. So sometimes you don't know exactly what's going on, but we, as we talk and share, we usually do know what's going on and, and more of that comes out. So just being real and authentic, not try be coachable. That's being coachable. Uh, if you're, if you're, if you're asking for support and you're like, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but you're not coachable. So, so stop doing that. And, and obviously just, you know, show up playful out and, um, ask for support. If you're usually quiet on those calls, I I encourage you the next time you're on whatever circles you're part of, ask for support and and be vulnerable and go get to the point, but be as deep as you can. So those are my suggestions. If you're part of some sort of coaching slash mastermind, whatever, whatever circle you're part of, uh, you know, please, please be doing that because we certainly do that with our members. Yeah, I am. I'm very biased about mastermind because I am part of different different masterminds. And there's so much power that goes around when you play in the arena, right? When you are just on the stand watching others play because of X, Y, and Z, majority of the time, it's because people don't want to be a bother or or they feel ashamed of the situation that they, they're in. And I just want to mention very quickly before we get into Jonathan's story is that uh, many times we are comparing our challenges with everybody else's Instagram account where they show all their successes. And that's not fair. 
Okay. So people are going through issues with contractors, with projects that are not going well with tenants and it, you can name it, right? Many times we are just not sharing that. So feel free to really step, get the support that you need. Mastermind is a resource. If you're not part of one, you should be part of one, no matter what stage you are in your uh, real estate investment. And it's so powerful when you play. Love it. Love it. So without further ado, it's such a perfect segue because that is how we met Miss Jonah Weber um, right. many moons ago, right? Six, six years ago, yes, we put together yes. our women's mastermind well before we started the investor community on Justin. I've always been drawn to uh, empowering women and, and getting in circles with other wonderful women. And, and, and Jonna was one of those women we connected with. We found we found each other right on bigger pockets and the rest is history. But Jonna, you know, as we always like to kick things off, um, and, and Jonna, by the way, is one of our our, our, our partner, is, is our partner, as we lead our investor EXP team, uh, which we're very excited about and very uh, grateful to be on this journey with you. So um, as we kick things off, and you're an investor, you're, you're a top producing agent, you have a lot of hats, share with the women listening a little more about what propelled you to get involved in investing. In investing. Yes, absolutely. And I just have to say, related to that mastermind, I just want to thank you so much for reaching out to me. Uh, six, I think it was almost seven years ago yeah. at this point, because it really, we're talking about affiliation, who you surround yourself with. It changed my life. So I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. And everyone is in great hands with Liz and Andressa with the investor community. Uh, related to investing, you know what? My husband was all into investing. I wanted nothing to do with it. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't, I wish I could claim the, 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 it was my spark (laughs) that uh, we said, we set the world on fire with my investing spark, but it didn't start out that way. It's really ironic because I'm the one in the real estate space today, but he was always looking at projects and, and, um, wanted to invest in things. And I was very, very conservative and scared of doing so at the time. And I was a stay at home mom with babies and, uh, one baby, one on the way. And we actually, um, with his guidance and really me dragging along behind him, we purchased our first rental when I was pregnant with my second, who uh, just graduated from high school. So congrats. <laughs> so that's how we, went, how we got started. And we went along with just a couple of rental properties for several more years, had a cross country, moved to North Carolina, came back to Idaho. We were based in Boise, Idaho. And uh, then the recession hit Mm. and we were going along just fine. My husband had W2 income and we thought, okay, we're, we're good to go. You know, we're living the dream, two little kids, one starting kindergarten and we're just, um, you know, going forward, living our lives. Well, we found out during that recession that things weren't as stable as everyone thought they were right. And he had some really close calls with his corporate job at the time. I mean, to the, to the effect that, um, he almost lost his job as did so many people during that recession. And it really was a wake up call. And that's where I, I call it like an inkling. And I want everyone, every woman to pay attention to that, that little voice in the back of their head, the what ifs. And that's when I started thinking about real estate investing. When push mm-hmm. came to shove and we needed to do something. Wow. You, you, you have, a, you had a successful career and I know your background in real estate investing. You guys have businesses and and real estate agent. How all of that meshed at some point? Did you did you intend to do that, or how the transition <laughs> from a, a stay home mom to um, 
you know, having different careers. How how yeah. did you plan that out or it, it came in different different ways to you? I wish I could say it. we had it all planned out perfectly, but it's so interesting, the timing of this. And I was thinking back about our story. It was literally one decade ago that that inkling came to me. And we started thinking about what if we could actually invest in something that created a little passive income, little cash flow. So the, the short answer is it was it was not all at once. It was step by step by step by step. And all of a sudden we realized that we'd made progress. And then that encouraged us to go a little bit further and then a little bit further, a little bit further. And um, it was it was intention just to take that next step. But no, we haven't known exactly what it's going to look like and unfold the whole time but it's been intention and making um, concerted choices too, like really um, intentional choices, like driving old cars at the beginning, staying in the little house we had bought to be a rental that we thought we'd move out after a year. And then the market crashed. We stayed in that home for nine years so we can continue to invest in other properties while we stayed small um, from a personal perspective. Things like that really made a difference. I can't, I can't um, encourage that enough, you know, and I know that that was my husband and I's path as well, where everyone was getting the, the big, the big fancy house. And, and, you know, you, you know, the, the, the Facebook comparison happens, right. When you're right, when you get married and you're like, you know, and, 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 but you look around, you're like, my husband just quit his job. My literally, we got married and he quit his job. Right. So (laughs) I was like, (laughs) we're not going to overspend. We're going to live here. We'll live here a few years. That was 10 years. Okay. You too. I'm glad we're not the only 10 years, you know, and I'm so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that. And I don't think enough people have that ability to have like that delayed gratification. Now, if you're a saver, sometimes that happens too much, right? They were, I would have probably been still living there if it wasn't for my We had to force Liz to get (laughs) out of the house. Literally. Yeah. We could have this house paid off, you know, and I, I, but, but, but there was other benefits, right? Having a little more space, you know, growing family. But anyway, um, I, I, I just love that. And I think that delayed gratification is something not um, spoken about enough. And, uh, and, and it was literally one of the keys to, to our growth. No, no question, hands down. So, so Jonna, how many investments did you have then when you went from investor, Jonna, to, to agent, you know, Jonna? So, and that's usually sometimes that people have the, um, the flip, right? Sometimes they're the, the, the agent and they make the leap to, to being an investor. So, yeah. How many properties, what kind of properties did you have? And then it, it, walk us through a little of that, that transition or that pivot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I had been a, a stay-at-home mom um, while my kids were little. And then when my daughter started first grade, <clears throat> I'm getting to exactly the, the investment part here, but the, she started first grade. I was teaching for a little bit. So during the time that I was teaching, we were actively picking up a few investments, um, right? That was right in the midst of the recession, right there, 2011, 2012, 2013, is um, at the point where I got my license. It was 2013. And I think we had about seven or eight rentals at that time. And um, I was teaching school and I just thought about, again, purchasing a few more investments on our own, but really more than anything, I thought, gosh, if I could, if I could do something that aligns more with my investing, um, teaching was just kind of out in left field. But if I could, and I was missing on deals because I was in the classroom and I would hear about a house that went on the market. And by the time I got out of there, it was pending. And so I would get frustrated. (laughs) So I knew I was way more interested in real estate, unfortunately, um, because I know teaching is such an incredible calling. 
But um, I decided, well, if I could just maybe do a couple of sales a year by helping a couple of other investors, my gosh, I could make the same as I was teaching. It's, it's crazy, but it was true. Mm-hmm. And so we thought about that and I didn't, I gave notice not to return the next year and went for it, got my license over the summer and then started in and it wasn't easy. We had um, like five months before I made my first sale, but ultimately um, we were able to surpass my teaching income the first year. Wow. You know, pivoting is so like, it's easier said than done, right? I mean, in, 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 in a lot of ways, it's really scary. You know, I know we talk to a lot of women in our community and I know, John, I, knowing you, it's like, it's very, um, there's a lot of angst, right? It's not as just like s- simple as like, I was doing this, now I'm going to go do this. Like, there's a yeah. lot that goes into that, right? Especially as it comes to our families and how's this going to impact and um, the, right. the emotional impact, the, you know, am I going to be as good as at that as I am at, at this? Becoming a rookie thing. again. Yeah. Yeah. You're a rookie again. You know, we, we get so much of our confidence, the, the more confident we are with something and then poof, that goes away. You know, it's like, well, you know, so what did you have to do? Like think back to, to Jonna, Jonna, teacher Jonna, and, and you were in the midst of like, okay, I can go into being an agent, which is connected to my investments, um, which I think it makes so much sense, you know, what did you have? How did you set yourself up for, for, for taking that leap? Because it's a leap of faith. It's a leap of, of, of financial faith, a, a leap of uh, emotional. It's a very big deal. And I don't, I, again, I don't think people give that enough credit because it's like you're, you're kind of closing one door, you're opening another. So what, what kind of internal work did you need to do? Did you, add, you know, external work did you do? Like, was it just like bingo, bango? Like, was it simple? But, oh. you know, what, what, was that, what was that for you? I think the biggest thing to wrap my mind around at the time and still is, and probably is for most people transitioning to be self-employed is to still treat it like a job, like a, not a job. I don't like the word job, but as a career, as a business. And so um, you needed, I needed to, and I did learn this very quickly because I had come from a more structured environment to plan my day. I was still busy with, you know, mom with kids and I put those kids appointments and sports in my calendar and so forth, but I did time block. So in the morning, you know, even though it was my home office, I was at work and I was learning and I was treating it intentionally. There's a lot of people that I do know that get their license and they just expect the business just to, to flow to them. It doesn't happen that way. And I was also a sponge and just learned as much as I could from podcasts and, and books and um, every top realtor I could even listen to or get in, get myself surrounded with just to soak it up and to learn. So that was, that was huge. And just taking it seriously. I'm curious, have you been struggling to keep your vacation rental booked? I totally get it. It's tough to manage and keep filled. But we found something that really works. It's called Vacasa. They've seriously changed the game for a lot of the BP audience. In almost every market they're in, Vacasa manages to fill up the calendar more than anyone else. And get this, the average Vacasa user sees about 24% more bookings than with other managers. That's a lot of extra income. Curious to see what you could be earning? You can get a personalized income estimate right there. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at what Vacasa can do for you. Check out biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V-A-C-A-S-A, biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? 
With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I, I, you know, I've been part of your journey for the past seven years and, you know, different types of transitions and, and facing different situations with your rentals, with your business. And, um, recently, right. You double your real estate agent business in, in 12 months. What are the factors that you think that contribute to that? Oh, great question. Yeah, it's so funny. I, I had a real estate coach that used to tell me, John, it's going to go slow, 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 fast. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and I didn't believe her. Okay. It seems so slow, so long. And then all of and a I sudden, think that isn't that why people quit because they feel like this is so, so slow. Lack of here. progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they yeah. feel like I'm freaking stuck. Right. No, it's amazing. And that's where I'm like, back 10 years ago, I'm like, wow, we did some things. It was pretty exciting. And so um, the biggest thing I think is one, of course, the intentionality, but then just making a decision not to be caught up, um, hitting my head against the ceiling, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think we get comfortable and we get our closings and we're like, oh, I'm making pretty good money. This is good. I'm satisfied. I'm good. Well, there's something that, that enables us to go further when we push through that wall. Right. And so I can't say I like intentionally push through the wall, but I do know that I kept intentionally surrounding myself with those that had gone a lot further than I have. And were pushing me. I had real mm. estate coaches along the way I had mentors along the way, top agents that I became friends with that it was not a comparison thing, but it just gives you a belief like, Oh my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it and I can succeed. So I think it's that's intentionality and who, who I really surrounded myself with, whether it was virtually or in person. Yeah, absolutely. And and you also did some very strategic things early on, right? In terms of like, okay, I want to grow because there was a transition you made. You went from, I want to just sell a couple of houses to replace my, my teaching income right. to becoming a top agent, right? Those are two different, those are, those are, that's a, you know, two different, two different focuses. So, you know, for you, as you grew your agent business, you know, in terms of like surrounding yourself with, with people, like you said, is, is been a key piece. Um, you know, what other things did you do? What other things did you, did you think? Because there is a mind piece, there's a mindset piece, there's an action piece, right? Um, yes. Both are so critical, right? We can think positively, but we're not taking any action. 
I don't know. You can't just sit yeah. there literally all day. It would be nice. But, and then the vice versa, so many women are into taking action yet. They're not changing their mind. They keep getting the same results. Right. right? So, yes. so what were those other things? Did you put yourself out there? Did you join different groups? Um, you know, what, what was that? Cause it's always interesting to look back on. You can pinpoint it probably not at the time, but now you can, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, two pivotal things that come to mind for the first part of my career, one, put myself out there. I got very involved. I know this is a big um, community that knows about bigger pockets. Um, I put myself out there. I was a podcast guest back in 2014. I was a baby agent, like just been an agent for a year. And I tell you that that was putting myself out there. I was scared to do it. That was huge in building credibility and developing relationships with other investors Mm -hmm. and buyers and sellers. That was wonderful. And I'm always thankful for that opportunity. Um, The other thing I did and this is, I think, accounts for some of the most reason why I changed more in the last decade than I did my first 20 years as an adult is because I, I surrounded myself even virtually with others that were positive. And I, I quit listening. Like in my 30s, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I would listen to news all the time. Mm-hmm. I would listen to you know NPR or whatever news channel and um, scroll sites and it was just crazy. I look back at it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I, that old me, it gets a little sad for the old me, all that time that I invested in things that I had absolutely no control after. And it wasn't intentional, but I do looking back, I did pretty much go media free or at least media light (laughs) ever since I became an agent and filled my mind. I stopped listening to radio. I started listening to, to teaching and audible and, you know, all of the sort of things that fill up your mind with the right things. Um, it's not hocus pocus. It, it, it changes the trajectory of your life. I I'll, I'll go to the grave with that. Yeah. I, think I a like lot the of women- brainwash, right? At the, I brainwash my, my own brain. <laughs> I well, love that. Yeah. You yeah. do say that. I know. I love when Anjessa says that. And I have to really think about what she's saying. Cause I'm like, what the hell did she say? Yeah. <laughs> John, I was going to ask you so many, so many women know that that's important. Surround yourself with like-minded people where the average of the five people we hang out with, whatever that yep. quote is. And there's so much, there's so much truth to that. And, and I'm not dismissing it. We, we know it, but yet so many, if you said, okay, what groups are you part of? Like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, I think then, then you're going to have a lot of women who know that they need to be doing that, not doing it actually. Um, there's probably a real difference, right? What we know to do it's like, we all know eat less calories, go to the gym, move your body. It's not rocket science, how to lose weight it really isn't yet. Yeah. Look at the amount of people not doing it. It's not because they don't know what to do. There's a difference between knowing and doing. So for you, you're a baby, like you said, you're, you're a baby agent. I'm like envisioning this baby agent. I have this like weird visual in my head, but anyway, maybe, you're, maybe you're, you're, you know, yeah. whatever. But anyway, you're, you're new to being an agent, I should say. And you're, you're, you're joining these groups. You're, you're putting yourself out there. How did you get over like the imposter syndrome? Cause a lot of women have to move through that. You oh know, it's like, yes. And it, it, it's true. It's like, you know, I feel like I was like that. And, and I know a lot of women like that, you know, we're not going to just oversell ourselves to just oversell. A lot of women don't do that. Um, they undersell. So how did you yeah. move through that confidence to be around those people that you wanted to be more like? What did you, how did you move through that? You say, Hey, could we, how did you add value to them? Or, you know, what was your kind of strategy or process? Yeah, no, it's into that imposter syndrome. That is a tough one. 
I don't know. I think there was just always this little part of me. Like I just knew I belonged there. Doesn't that sound funny, but it, it, it's true. You know, like I just, if I, if I always been the type of person, if I'm, if I'm in a room with people, like, you know, I want to be back with the speakers or I want to be um, with the VIP pass or whatever. And it's not that I'm all that or anything. I just like naturally feel like, okay, that is, that's who I identified with. And that probably was imposter syndrome at the beginning. You know, it just, I knew that it wasn't, you know, exactly where I aligned with, but you, there is something when you're a business owner and you've got to go in there and you've got to project confidence, there is a little bit of fake it till you make it. I remember yeah. my first listing, I got the listing and I was um, interviewed with three agents and it was my very first one is my second transaction ever. I'd help one buyer, investor buyer buy a $93,000 piece of property. And um, I got the listing and she's like, Jonna, Bob, you know, Bob was another agent they interviewed. Bob was so nice. We almost went with him, but get this. He's only been age, uh, an agent for a year and a half. And <laughs> I was straight out of the gates. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Oh, and then we just sold the house the first weekend. And guess what? That question, how new I was never came up. And so I think we women, especially, I don't know. It's probably more women. We feel like um, we're not worthy until we've reached a certain amount or a certain le- level. And that is so not true. You oh know, my gosh. we're worthy. I'm sorry, interrupting because we just talked about this last night on our mastermind oh, where perfect. women make the connection between being worthy to an accomplishment, to a title, to a number of houses they own. Right. So love it that you're mentioning it. Yes. In the investor space, it's so funny because it's kind of like, well, how many houses do you own? Right. You know, or, or, or what were your sales, you know? And it really doesn't need to be tied to that. And then a successful agent, by the way, could be someone who sold three houses and knocked those clients' socks off. That's successful. You've impacted and changed three families' lives. So don't, I just want to encourage everyone never to discount that, no matter what kind of action they're taking. Love that. And and then self-worth is such a loaded topic. I mean, that's that's a whole other episode for for another day, right? I'm just yes. like that's a yeah. that's a big one, especially when it comes to especially when it comes to to, to the women that we're serving. Something we encourage, and I, I want to share it on our on our podcast episode, because we're all about just giving you some nuggets that you can actually do something with. You're not just listening to this to be entertained because you want to hear my corny jokes because they're bad. Um, but you actually want to do something, right? You don't have time to waste. So I'm just, it doesn't make corny jokes, but I do. I laugh um, at your corny jokes. You laugh at my corny jokes. I make jokes. no that's sense good. to the things that that's I right. say, but that's okay. So here's here's the action step to, to what John is saying. And, and I don't know if you did this back then or you still do this, but we um, we heard about this from, from a coach we, we, we work with in our, in our uh, one of our pod mentors, Alicia St. Germain. And she mentioned uh, the exercise to one of our pods. And, and then she mentioned it to me and it's something we, a lot of us are doing and are now doing. But at the end of, end of the day, to write down three things you're proud of that you did in that day. And it seems so simple, right? But when you get mm. to the end of the day, you're like, what did I do today that I could be proud of? You know? And you're like, did I close a house? Did I buy an investment property? Not every day is like that, right? It's not going to be every day, but what can I be proud of? What can I be proud of that I did today in my personal and professional life? And, and I don't know about uh, the women listening, but it's just hard at first, but then it gets easier and it feels really good to, to what John is saying. She's pivoting, right? She, she was a teacher then she pivoted into this new profession. She's got young kids. You had to feel proud of what you're doing. If, you've, if you saw yourself as a VIP, 
which I just absolutely love because <laughs> you are the most selfless, yeah. like giving person. You're so exactly. not like egocentric. Like you, like anybody that knows you, you're, that's never, you know, you're just a very giving and humble person. Yes. But you saw yourself, that's self-worth to me. You mm-hmm. saw yourself as a VIP. That's you saying, I saw myself as deserving as what I was getting. That, that's just another way of saying it. And so, so the women listening tonight and for the next seven days and share it with us in our community, every night before you put your head on the pillow, write down, send it to somebody, put it on our Facebook community. I don't, we don't care. Three things that you're proud of because self-worth doesn't come from other people. It's not coming from Facebook and Instagram and closings and in, in, in financial freedom. It's not going to come from any of that stuff. It's going to come from yourself. And I know that because I've had to work through that myself. So just a little homework assignment for the women listening. Um, totally I random, love that. Just wanted to Thank pop that in there. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I know we, we talked about it last night, right, Andressa? So I just thought I would mention it. Um, Jonna, this is amazing. And, and I love, I love your path. I can't wait to see where you go. And I know you're, you're one of our, our partners. We really appreciate all the great work you're doing. Uh, Jonna's leading our investor EXP team. Uh, we're building out a team of, of agents who also want to invest, which is the perfect like blend and marriage of what our communities are doing together. So just really excited about that venture working with you. You're, you're a great, great partner in this venture. So, and we just so appreciate your, your leadership and, and what you're doing uh, for a lot of agents because you're such a mentor to so many, so, so many agents. So where can the ladies learn more about you and connect with you further? Thank you. And this has been so much fun. I just love this community. So speaking of, um, if you are, wanting to just chat about our investor exp team you can go right to the real estate investor website and click on the link and we can set up a chat and just discuss your personal scenarios love to do that if you're interested in connecting on a personal level or have an interest in um, boise idaho real estate i'm at johnnaweber.com that's j-o-n-n-a-w-e-b-e-r.com and um, i'd love to keep getting to know each and every one of you that's great. And all this information you guys can find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one, Donna, is what's the most transformational book have you ever read? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's think here. Related to real estate, I'll talk about one recently. I'm actually partnered with Tim and Julie Harris, who are mm-hmm. real estate coaches. They have a really practical book. This is related to real estate because that's our topic today. It's called Harris Rules. Very, um, very, um, I will say it again, practical, tactical, and, and no BS. Awesome. <laughs> so Love yeah, those. good info there. The second uh, question is, what's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life? Oh, goodness. Well, I think it's what I alluded to before is listening to things like podcasts where really like your podcast is incredible, bigger pockets podcast. And then there's a number of real estate and motivational podcasts that I listen to like Brendan Burchard, Darren Hardy. Um, those are the best things for me personally, take the dog on a walk and fill me up in the morning and start my day. Right. Like we alluded to before, not the news, but filling us up with things that are going to propel us into positivity for the day. Great. The last question is, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? My grandma, without a hesitation. Uh, my grandma, Hazel, she passed away at age 96 or 97 wow. back about a decade ago, but she was fabulous. And I talk about positivity. She used to go on positivity diets. 
<laughs> where she would not let herself say anything negative for Love days that. at a time. And this was in her 90s when she was out delivering meals on wheels to, to the old people when she was 96. So I, I pray that I, you know, I live out my nineties the way that she did. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, and that's in a generation that didn't even do this. kind. Like that's pretty impressive. (laughs) She was one of a kind. Donna, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for being you and, and sharing all your pearls of wisdom with us and our community here today. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Total pleasure. Have a great day. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.